listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Impemba here with James Grande. Welcome into the MLB DFS Playbook Show here podcast for Friday's 14 game, James main slate we are back from the all-star break they were giving us a full slate of games here 14 games big names on the slate as well uh james man how was your uh how was your break during the all-star game never a break here john break from baseball yes but you know as well as anyone no breaks uh in this game uh, no it's been good weary, i believe they no rest right? yeah no rest for the weary uh, nothing like, you know, a few days off from baseball recharge. And they're like, here, 14 games, you get course field, you get pitchers turning from the IL, uh, fully, let's just dive right back in. And, you know, it's an interesting slate. As I mentioned, cores is involved and, uh, a, a lot of also, uh, rain symbols on the forecast yeah. here. So again, we'll, we'll be checking in, paying attention. Those who are on the playbook, uh, heading into Ross Luckers, James and I'll be let back live at five o'clock Eastern here, but 14 games. And I've counted like six games. got the rain symbol on it. So uh, rain in the Northeast coast, it looks like Baltimore, New York, uh, Chicago, Kansas city, St. Louis, all with rain symbols on their, uh, on their matchup boards here. So we'll see uh, how much that will be impacting this slate as well. Yeah. Great. Uh, can't wait for all the rain um, in the Northeast. The Northeast has been pretty brutal in terms of weather this entire year. So uh, It rains for like the entire second half of the year. So. It sure has. It sure has. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at some Vegas totals here, James. Anything sticking out to us that we should be keying in on here today? Uh, Ten implied runs in Milwaukee, Cincinnati. We have nine implied runs in White Sox, Braves. Nine implied runs in uh, Diamondbacks, Blue Jays. We have, uh, this is an interesting one, six and a half implied runs in Minnesota, Oakland. Uh, Pablo Lopez twirled the complete game shutout in his final start before the break. Paul Blackburn, I'm opposing him. Not sure six and a half is a number I've seen right. yet this year, but I digress. Seven implied runs in Detroit, Seattle. Uh, Erod, George Kirby, and that one, and then ten and a half in cores. Probably the lowest we've seen. I guess eleven over on DraftKings is relatively normal. Eleven and a half on Bet three sixty five for course yeah. field. But uh, Carlos Rodon, Austin Gomber, two pitchers. Gomber's been pitching pretty well lately, and Rodon obviously, uh, you know, an elite arm when healthy. So interesting uh, first game back. Our first game in cores back only 11 in some or 10 and a half in some places. Uh, yeah, like you said, some high game totals here. Some it's interesting because we have some elite pitching on this slate as well, yeah. so it's like high totals but good pitching. Um, we'll have to see kind of how all of this plays out. Uh, James, before we do get to the breakdown of today's slates again, we want to talk uh, and mention our sponsor here, uh, our partner over at Fantasy Summer Better Sports Network. Uh, RT Sports. Let's let everybody know what we got going on here over there. Yeah, we have a pick'em promo going, or they have a pick'em promo, pick'em promo going. Uh, and make sure to play the real-time sports daily pick'em contest. All you have to do is set a lineup of player props, hit them all, and you win. It's baseball, basketball, football, golf, and more. Any sport that you can think of, they have it. First-time depositors get a one hundred percent instant match up to two hundred dollars. 
with deposit code ALARM23. So what you have to do is you go to rtsports.com slash alarm, use code ALARM23, all one word. And if it's your first deposit, you get up to a 100% deposit match up to $200. Uh, You turn $200 into $400 right away, John. And honestly, if you wanted to do $10, if you're not a high stakes player, you get an extra 10, you get free $10 to play with. You have $20, turn that into four hundred dollars one day you know yeah. so great promo going on and please play responsibly for help call 1-800 gambling yeah a lot of pick and con this stream tonight again we'll be back at live five o'clock eastern we'll have some player props for everybody over on rt sports so make sure you come back for the live stream later on in the day and we'll give you our favorite plays to help you win some cash uh over on rt sports uh so that said let's turn the page let's go to it DraftKings slate top pitching prospects prospects for tonight's slate here uh, how are you looking to kick things off here, James? Yeah, I mean, future Yankee Shohei Otani at the top, obviously. Yeah. Um, 10-9 uh, for future Yankee Shohei Otani seems like a pretty good price. He has been, you know, every bit the part and everything. I, the only thing I've honestly seen from the All-Star weekend was how cool he looked in his suit heading to the All-Star game. That sure. was the only thing I saw or cared to see. This entire weekend, or this entire week, I should say. Now, he limped into the All-Star break with a struggling start against San Diego, but the start prior, 10 strikeouts. The start prior, 12 strikeouts against yeah. the Rodgers. Like, you know, the guy is... He's had good. one good start, one bad start against Houston this year, too. So, kind of uh, give or take a little bit there. Uh, Jordan not in the lineup, though. Going to start his rehab assignment. So, a little bit of an easier. No Altuve as well, right? So, yep. a little bit of an easier spot here for Otani this go-around. Yeah, uh, no Altuve, no Jordan, definitely positive. Uh, Pablo Lopez is going to be the chalk of the slate. I think that's pretty clear cut. He's coming off, you know, the best start maybe of his entire career. Oakland Kong have two of their top hitting prospects, but not that we expect Soderstrom from <laughs> or, you know, it was a Gelf, 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 whatever it is. He's yeah. uh, no, not those guys aren't going to really give him much trouble. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Geloff, Zach Geloff. And, like, he's – they're both good. Geloff has a lot of speed, some power. Um, Soderstrom is very good in the power department. He's also only hitting 250 in the minors, but – In the PCL, he hit 250. Yeah, he did hit 20 bombs. So, like, you know, it is worth noting, like, Pablo Lopez has been bitten by home runs at times this year, 12 home runs allowed, but – He's now up to 138 strikeouts in 1100 in 111 yeah. innings. Like, there's a lot of upside here for Lopez and George Kirby against the Tigers. I know the Tigers have been better of late, uh, and I know Kirby's been inconsistent in the strikeout department. But five straight quality starts for George Kirby, getting to deep into games. Three of those have been wins, and all of those games he's had 18 plus fantasy points. Um, and he does have 10 strikeout upside, as we've seen, right. which is why it's frustrating to watch Kirby because he can strike guys out. And the Tigers are a team that struck out a lot against right-handed pitching in the first half of the year. So um, those would be my top three arms of the, of the slate. Yeah, I think I think um, I mean right below Kirby, I think Morton could be a bit interesting here as well. Sure. Uh, if if uh, Luis Roberts not in the lineup for White sure. Sox, he injured himself uh, during the home run derby, like pulled a calf or has calf soreness and kept him out of the all-star game. You know, if, that, you know, Luis Robert is a guy that, you know, finds himself hurt a lot in during yes. our baseball season. So uh, if he's out of that lineup, it just makes it that much less 
deadly and Morton is a big strikeout guy here. So, uh, and we know that they're going to be pretty big favorites on this slate as well. So uh, more than nine K I think I would actually probably play him. I, I think I would have Lopez and Morton as my one, two here okay. uh, of that top group for me personally. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely good with keeping Morton mixed in the fray of, I think, I mean, Lopez has obviously shown the highest ceiling. He has a complete game shutout. Do I think he has a regularly higher ceiling than Otani? No, uh, because Otani has, you know, he's 133 yeah. strikeouts. You're just saving $1,000. You're just saving $1,000. On a guy yeah. that's in a at least a, a much easier, infinitely better infinitely better so, spot infinitely better spot. um so again not it's not to say that otani can't go out seven innings 15 k's like certainly in a bag but i'd rather lopez morton if we're going down into the mid-tier range here um i mean brian bayo is at 7700 yes. he's looking like an absolute stud um definitely am a fan of, of him there um, Rodon, is he not going to pitch deep enough yet? I mean, five in a third, only 69 pitches, but it is a lefty against Colorado. I mean, what's Carlos Rodon going to get to for pitch count here? Like, is, is, uh, are the training wheels off? Is he at 80 pitches? I mean, this is a high, this is a pretty good matchup for him here. So I assume, so the last rehab start, he threw 58. Then he went to 69 in this nice in this first start assume so we have to assume based on that we're somewhere around 80 pitches 8500 the cheapest we're going to get him if he's throwing 90 pitches so if the third start he makes of the year is 90 pitches like he'll probably be 9k plus i mean he went five and a third in 69 pitches so like he could get six innings still in this game through 85 and have seven strikeouts right yeah i'm okay with it i'm okay with it yeah, that's kind of where I'm at in the mid-tier when I was kind of looking it over. I have some interest in Gray against Cleveland. I know Cleveland's really started to heat up going into that into the break, heading into the second half of the year. Um, but I do like John Gray. I know his had uh, some some struggles, but look at you know Toronto, Houston, Boston kind of gave them. You know, those are those are really right. you know, good good lineups. So um, you know Gray's been a pretty good pitcher all year long. So I, I don't mind going them, but. If I was looking at this tier, it was Rodon, it was Bayo for me. Yeah, I definitely like Bayo. Um, he just continues to pitch well, and the Cubs offense we know has hit. The only thing he's not doing is striking out, guys, right? Like, I mean, you'd like more than five yes. Ks. Yeah. But. There has been a strikeout ceiling, which is nice. And he has been at least cons- pretty consistent about getting us five, three yeah. of his last four starts. He's been at five. Um, he pitches deep into games. He has a good offense behind there, even though they don't give him any run support, apparently. I mean, none. Yeah, I know. Uh, we have I mean, a lot of 3 1 games. Just what sure. are we doing here? Like, give this guy some runs. Um, definitely like Bayo. I have interest in Dean Kramer. I mean, we talk about like guys who are missing bats coming off 10 straight game against the Yankees. He has five or more, and I mean, every start since May 21st. Yeah. And he's largely been good outside of a start against Minnesota. Miami for as good of a team as they are, because they are just a quality baseball team. They're 20th in OPS against right-handed pitching. 22% strikeout rate is eh. They hit lefties way better. I'm okay getting to Creamer. I'm okay getting to Flaherty, who is clearly auditioning to be traded. I mean, the general manager, John Mozeliak, 
They, they quote, said they will be trading players. Quote, <laughs> we will be trading pieces. Like, not shy about it. Flaherty is the probably at the top of the list of most people's, on most people's radar. I mean, back-to-back quality, or shutouts going into the break. I know he had the two blow-ups and the two starts before, but that preceded a six-scoreless inning outing against Texas. So, like, I like Flaherty here at 6,300. This is the cheapest we've got him all year. He's made it to nearly 9K at times this year. So 6,300, I know it's not a great spot against Washington in terms of strikeouts. Um, I think it's more of a price play for me for Flaherty when he's pitching his best knowing he's going to be traded and now he's coming off back-to-back shutouts. So I'm going to get to Flaherty here. I think they can give him enough support to win. If he has... The outings that he had last time, four and five strikeouts, but he gets a win. He goes six plus and and doesn't allow a run. I mean, he had 22 fantasy points in each. So. Speaking of guys we've never seen as cheap. Yeah. Sandy Alcantara is $6,800. Yep. He's definitely pitched better. Six and two thirds and earn run. Boston, seven innings and earn run. It's obviously bookended by a lot of tough outings here. Would you throw a dart on Sandy yes, at all? I would. The Atlanta start, he was pitching really well in, too, and then he got he allowed two home runs, and I think he got through six innings, or he got into the sixth and gave up two innings, or two home runs, and they're like, all right, you know, more I of mean, what like we've he's, seen. If you look at his numbers on the year, oh, the strikeouts are the big concerning thing. 7.4K per nine is way down yep. uh, from what we've seen from him in, in years past. Um, you know, home run fly ball ratio is kind of league average, so it's not, like, terrible there. He's got a 4-7 ERA. His expected ERA is 4-3. His FIPS 3-8. So, you know, some potential positive regression for him. You know, in Baltimore, which is profiled a little bit more as, as a pitcher's park since they moved the walls back. Yep. You know, maybe he's adjusted some things going to the second half. Maybe he needed the break. I don't know. Just, again, uh, the, the, the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner is under 7K. So. It's, it's definitely worth a conversation because he's again, like I listened to his manager talk about, he thinks that it had to do with the world baseball classic, but when does it, when does that turnaround start? If that was the reason, when do we start seeing the fruit, the fruitfulness of it? Like, right. Why would it still be caused by the world baseball classic? Right. We're halfway through the year. Yep. No, I agree with you. Uh, just a big name that that cheap obviously stands out a little bit right. there. So, um, all right. Uh, anybody else? No. All right. Let's go on to the hitters then. Let's talk about your top hitters on this slate. Uh, where are you starting things off? Oh, we've talked ad nauseum about lefties against Chris Bassett this year. So Cattell Marte, who, yeah. you know, I guess technically limped into the all-star break, if that's what we want to call it. He didn't have the best stretch of games before the break. Uh, but he, before this last little stretch, he was fantastic for – um, a large portion of the year. And I know he has better numbers technically against left-handed pitching. Uh, he wasn't any slouch against righties either. And, and again, Chris Bassett has been historically bad um, against 580 lefties. slugging, 403 Woba allowed to left-handed bats this year by Bassett. Yeah, I mean, those are those are numbers you don't see for guys that are supposed to be as good as him. You know, like they are, he is was signed to be a top flight arm for them. 
Um, 2.6 home runs per nine to lefties this year by back. Yeah, I mean, that's – and and Marte's power has been back. I mean, he has 15 home runs going into the break because this is a guy who hit, I think, 30 home runs two years ago. So um, I like him. I like Vladdy quite a bit going up against Tommy Henry on the opposite side of this game. Uh, Tommy Henry has allowed eight home runs to right-handed bats this year, 1.34 home runs per nine innings. Um, a, he has a very high fly ball rate, 43% mm-hmm. to righties, 48% to lefties. Um, that's concerning in Toronto because you've mentioned it throughout. Like, you know, the walls in Toronto are further in this year. And I know it yeah. hasn't exactly played out that way. I mean, they got no hit by the Tigers for crying out loud. They so. did get no hit for the Tigers. Um, I'm expecting something different in the second half of the year, and I think Vladdy's going to be at the forefront of that, especially after coming off a home run derby win. We might just get a home run derby by himself in the second half. Um, And then, you know, we do see the Cardinals matchup against the Washington Nationals. And, you know, Mackenzie Gore, for what how good he was earlier in the year, has not been that good uh, in the second half of the first half. 11 home runs allowed to righties, 423 slug, almost 1.4 home runs per nine innings. Lefties are also doing a lot of damage. They are. Uh, they have a 513 slug, a 422 Woba, 350 batting average. Yeah, that's so. scary. It's a, it's a sm- it's obviously a much smaller sample. Yes. Um, and then I think the one also thing to note on Mackenzie Gore is the the disparity between it allows only 25% fly ball rate to lefties, a almost 40% fly ball rate to righties. So if Goldschmidt puts one in the air here, uh, I think it could leave the yard. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in full agreement with you there uh, as well. If I'm looking at just a couple of other top guys uh, willing to go Devers against Hendricks, I think the time off uh, for him, you know, not being in the all-star game, hopefully a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's like third in RBIs. He's right up there with home runs in the American league. And, he guy didn't get an, an all-star nod. I'm sure that yeah. that's a little uh, bothersome uh, to him there. So I, I think I like Devers uh, a lot here. Um, and then I'd, I'd be willing to go back. You mentioned, obviously, the St. Louis guys, Goldschmidt's there. But uh, Olsen against Kopech at 6K, I, I'm going to – I'll probably have some exposure there as well as uh, top price guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Olsen, it, hard not to look at what he's done this year and be like, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty I, think good. The, Beast, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what the Oakland got back for him. I wonder how good their package was that they got back for uh, Medelson, right? Okay, not not. They, they must have gotten a great. They must have gotten a you, great package. You back. would think so. Yeah, you would have thought. That would have been the case. They must uh, have. Not 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 quite. All right, value infielders. Uh, so I like Ezekiel Tovar. I know we talked about uh, Carlos Rodon, but Tovar has been amazing uh, for the Rockies of late. And again, like they do. Like Rodon is a good pitcher, but it is his second start coming back from multiple injuries. We had the back injury, we had the shoulder injury, the forearm. Like, there's been a bunch of injuries for Rodon. Uh, Tovar went into the break rolling at home in cores. He's hitting 292 this year, 227 on the road. At home against, uh, he's actually, I guess, technically been better against righties, but he's been better. From the power department from lefties this year, John, 482 slug, 253 ISO for yeah. Ezekiel Tovar against lefties. Um, so Ezekiel Tovar for me, I love Giants here uh, from the lefts against a lefty. Patrick Bailey, 3,900. Yeah. He is a 400 plus ISO against lefties. And how about our boy, 
who used to hit lefties well and then kind of fell off, and now he's back, Wilmer Flores, who went into yeah. the break dominating, uh, hitting everything, and now he's hitting lefties again. Wilmer Flores is only $3,200, and he faces Rich Hill here, hitting 364 yeah. over his last 10 games. Uh, so give me some Giants. Give me two yeah, Rich Hill really well. fallen off the last, like, five starts. So. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's 45 years old. Like, no, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree 100% there with you. Uh, a lot of good options there. Um, I guess if I could throw uh, one out there, I don't mind getting Yankees exposure. Donaldson's 3500 sure. bucks against a lefty in course. Um, I think that there's some appeal for me uh, there. Uh, I also think Perdomo, though he's 4500 again, he'll flip around batting lefty against yep. Bassett, so you'll have that there. Uh, and then at first base, um, you mentioned, obviously, we like Alcantara, but like Ryan O'Hearn's $3,400, Baltimore. Sure. Still hitting righties pretty well on the year, uh, and lefties are the ones giving more of a fit to Alcantara. So uh, could have some power here uh, for O'Hearn that just keeps on hitting for Baltimore. So uh, that's some value. Again, we'll have a full playbook out for everybody, and we'll do the live stream again at 5 Eastern, uh, build some lineups and whatnot. So uh, take a look there at the infield. Let's move on over to the outfield now, James. Uh, again, top talent, but – just given the Bassett matchup, right? Don't we just yeah. plug Corbin Carroll in here? Yeah, who was apparently fine after a shoulder injury. Right? Like broke his arm, and then he played the next day. Played the very and... next day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's probably the top option. Like you can obviously play Acuna. You can Verlander has struggled against righties, so if you wanted to play Mookie Betts, who I mean, talk about he's the hottest hitter on the planet going into the break. Mookie Betts was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, six so like, in ten games, like, dude, hitting hitting four fifty or like, if you wanted to play Mookie Betts, like, I, nobody's gonna f- be mad at you for it. Uh, you might even get Carroll at the lower ownership of these three. Truthfully, sure. like, so I, I love Corbin Carroll at that price. Yeah. Uh, Springer's expensive at fifty five, but I like the spot against Henry, so could yep. could get there if uh if we if we wanted to get there. Um, other guys up over 5k, anybody for you, do you, do you go against Marsh with any of these Tampa Bay hitters? Yeah, I think that's the primary spot I would want to target. Now, Tampa Bay was horrible at the tail they end were of the struggling. Yeah. Big time. They, they were really bad, but Alec Marsh and I profiled this, the last playbook I did with Marsh, he was two and 16 in the minors last year, John two and 16 in double a and triple a. He is not a major league pitcher. And I know he pitched fairly well the last time and i believe it was against the twins yeah it was and that was i was all in on the twins that you were out you were away it was like one of your last days it was the biggest twins crush stream we've had to date and you weren't there i know i'm gonna do it all again with tampa bay they've been too good all year to be this bad like for an extended period of time and i don't know if it had any correlation to like the wander franco situation where he was just like he got benched, right? He got benched, like, didn't care. Yeah. Um, Josh Lowe, $5,000. Rosa Arena, $5,400. And we've been seeing Rosa Arena up, like, near 6 k for most of the yeah. year. Luke Rayleigh, 4200 Like, I'm willing to get to any and all of these Tampa Bay bats against Marsh in a hot on a, in a in hot environment in Kansas City. We've talked about that a couple times this year. Where yeah. Balls Kansas fly. City, yeah, balls fly in Kansas City when it's hot. If the, if the weather holds up and it's not bad... Uh, I'm going to get to any and all of those Tampa Bay guys. Speaking of hot hitters, uh, Masataka Yoshida went yeah, into the break, 417,000 OPS. Even had some stolen bases there, three stolen bases, two homers over the last 10 games here. So 
uh, getting him in Chicago. Hopefully the wind will be blowing out. Hopefully the rain will hold off. Uh, really great price tag for him. You have Julio Rodriguez against the water Rodriguez, righty versus lefty there. He's under 5K. Uh, I think that's kind of an interesting spot to take advantage of there as well. And then Christian Yeller, as bad as he'd been the last couple of years, been great. against Ram Ashcraft, the cheapest pitcher on the slate in Cincinnati. And yeah. That feels like a lock play at $4,600. Yeah, honestly, we should probably resurface the Adamas play too. Uh, $4,300. We didn't talk about Willie Adamas, but yeah. he went into the break really hot. Home, four home runs his last five games before the break. Just still just $4,300. So, like, a him, him and Yelich as like a mini stack could be yeah. super elite. I love yeah. that. Big, big fan of, of that uh, spot there for them as well. Uh, value. Talk to me about some value outfielders for you. Uh, not, I guess like fringe value. I'll, I'll just throw Harrison Bader's hat in the ring. $4,300. I know, you know, he, again, not like value value, but $4,300 for Harrison Bader, um, does feel pretty good. Teoscar Hernandez, 3,500 against Erod. He, we know what the power pet, his power pedigree is from the right side of the plate. I'd be willing to take a shot on it. Where's Jaron Duran? Uh, Jaron Duran, they don't price uh, he is thirty six hundred dollars. So, yeah, they don't price him, dude. He was in. Uh, I forget what the matchup was. I think it was John Gray, and Boston. Look at. I think he was like twenty eight hundred. Five forty eight with a sixteen hundred OPS the last ten games. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't. I'm not entirely sure what they're thinking. I'm just clicking um, that button. I'm just gonna click the button. Gonna, yeah, you can just click. Brand's gonna be in a lineup. Yeah, they we can click the button. Um, um, Jake McCarthy, three thousand dollars, another lefty. And I don't know if you caught this, uh, John, while you were away or at the tail end when you got back. Old Arizona starting to move McCarthy up and up and up and we we saw him. We saw him. There was a few times as we approached the break, he hit second. So okay. we'll see if that continues. Now there was people in and out of the lineup. Obviously, Corbin Carroll sure. was hurt a couple times and. But if they're going to continue to if, – if Geraldo Perdomo is going to continue to kind of struggle at times, like I could see a scenario where he's hitting back near the top. There's a really good 3K tier. Dranikowski, McCarthy, and Jordan Walker, all 3K. Yeah, it seems silly. Uh, now, Taven Walker – Taven Smith against Bassett, too, 2,900? Yep. yep. Um, I, no, he was optioned. Oh, he was okay. Optioned. Um, the, the, and I'll say the Jordan Walker thing is interesting because Jordan Walker has been bad against lefties. He's been really good against righties. Sure. So if you're playing a stack, I'm okay with it. But, like, I probably wouldn't get to him as well. Another lefty they did call up, though, John, Arizona. Alec Thomas? Yeah. He's kind of raking home runs in back-to-back games going into the break. He was a top prospect for them. So, you know, just another... Listen, we already liked Arizona a lot on this thing. I know. I know. We don't need... We don't need um, would you go anybody in Cincinnati against Burns? I mean, we haven't touched this spot at all. Cincinnati does lead that division. They have a lot of guys that are hitting really well. Yep. Any interest going against Burns in Cincy here? Yeah, Will Benson. Will Benson's down here yeah. at 2600 bucks. Yeah, Will Benson. I think you could play any of them. Um, Will Benson obviously gets you to a cheap uh, a cheap exposure to get the rest. of Like, Fraley 47, Friel 44, both good prices. Because, you know, to get, like, LE 63. Yeah. yeah, so, like, yeah, I'd be okay getting to Benson and pairing them with some Reds as well. 
All right, we got about a minute to go. Let's uh, let's build a lineup here. We'll we'll bring our our gems and uh and imprints for the live stream. Let's get a lineup out there for the folks. Pablo uh, starting, Lopez. Starting at pitching. Pablo Lopez for sure. Pablo Lopez. Okay. Would you go Bayo? Yeah, we could go Pablo Lopez and Bayo. Okay. Um, I got Duran already locked. What's our catcher? Uh, I went Tovar at short just to help facilitate okay. a little uh, salary. Okay. Yeah. Um. Catcher on this slate uh, is going to be. Let's see. We can go Wilson Contreras. We go uh, Patrick we Bailey. Go Wong, Wong versus Hendricks, twenty five hundred. Yeah, Connor Wong's good. Connor good, Wong's good. Good, good value play there. We should. I think we go Adamus. Adamus Yelich. Oh, we have Tovar. Damn. Oh, well, let's um, let's see. Adamus. Of Tovar, move, move off Tovar, move off to yeah, move off Tovar Yelich. and get Adamus. That's a great two stack. What do we, we like? Marte, right? Can we get Marte in here. Yeah, we could play Wilmer. Wilmer is a really cheap first baseman option. He's thirty two hundred dollars. You can play Wilmer at third too. Do Donaldson at third. Yeah, we could play Josh Donaldson on the road. John, remember last year? Every on the road pod, versus the lefty, forty seven hundred dollar outfielder. Uh, Yoshida? Yoshida. Yeah, complete. The, so that's the yeah. lineup we got for everybody here. Again, James and I will be back live 5 o'clock Eastern. Uh, give everybody uh, a rerun of the slate, updated news, lineups, you name it. We got it for you. Uh, good to be back. All-star breaks over. Second half stretch underway. Uh, James and I will talk to you all later. See you.